Imagine that you are so excited about the new year and you're going to hire yourself a personal trainer. Oh yes, you've done this before and while you're doing it again, ah, we just don't know. And as you head in, you realize after your very first session where you've already prepaid for 10 more, that this is going to be awful and I don't even know that I'll use the rest of them. You've made this large investment and commitment and now you're regretting it. I'm Becky Bikeluth with the Bob Pike Group and hiring a trainer can be a really big challenge and what can you do to limit the casualties on your team to make sure that the person you're hiring is a good fit? Here are our tips then what we do at the Bob Pike Group to get the best of the best when we are hiring. The very first thing that we do is, of course, we put it out there that we're hiring. You're going to get inundated with lots and lots and lots of people applying for the position. But the good news is, at least you have many and not just one to choose from. Each corporation or company has a set of guidelines that they follow. Maybe you want a bachelor's degree for your training team. Maybe you want a master's degree for your training team. One of the things I look for is I look for a master's degree, but it isn't a, you know, a deal breaker if they don't have it. So I'm not going to just separate into two piles, master's and not. I'm going to really look at that individual and give them an opportunity if they're able to say it better. People hire, you hear it all the time, um, great, you know, potential. They have all of these, you know, certifications. And then all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Their personality isn't what you're looking for. Or they don't fit the culture. Or maybe... Um, you know, they just need to go for other reasons. And so hiring off a of paper is a hard task, but that's why we couple it with a few other steps. So after you've selected your candidates, what I do is I ask those candidates to do a short write-up on their methodology. So what is your training methodology? And now they could go online and look up what's the best training methodology and kind of write it in. But what I'm looking for when they share that is do they share why it's so why they're so passionate about it? Is there passion in their writing? If there's passion in their writing, they have a passion for training. So consider really looking at how do I read into and allow myself to see that person through that. If it's just here's what I do and it's rote memory and it's just kind of chunk 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 chunk. Um, that could be a sign that they may not be a super great fit for your company because if they're not passionate in writing, what are they going to be like in front of the class? The next step is I dwindle the list down to my, my top candidates and I invite them to come to our offices for basically a day where they compete against others that are competing for the job. I know it sounds awful. Where they're standing up and presenting up to 15 minutes of content and delivering their best 15 minutes. And guess who is their audience? It's their peers who are vying for that same position. This has been a methodology we've used at the Bob Pike Group for the last 40 years and it is tried and true for us. We have had more great hires 
than ones that we wished we hadn't. And so as we watch them present, we're able to see, are they interactive? Are they engaging? Do they mix the right amount of interactivity with the right amount of lecture? Or do they send the 15 minutes lecturing, which is not what the Bob Pike group is made of? We want someone who already has that charismatic and engaging um, process because it's really hard to teach that. And I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, Alvin Tavler says, the hardest thing in the world to do is to teach someone something, to unteach it, and then to relearn something new. And that is really what it comes down to is I don't want to break bad habits. I want to enhance good habits. So from there, I pick my top five candidates, and they end up having to do a one-hour, 75-minute um, write-up, basically, a leader's guide for a course of their choosing. I asked them to choose a course that would be um, viable in the industry, something that they would actually go out and present if they were going to um, maybe uh, the Association of Talent Development, ATD's conference. They were going to submit it as a request for proposal or something like that so that I can see that they're relevant, that they know what's going on in the industry. I never use their content as something for myself. But I do get a good feel of, did they write um, course objectives, even for that 75 minutes? Do they add in the right amount of interactivity? Are they following um, a methodology of chunking their content? And, and that's how we dwindle down to who rises to the top. Those are just some of the tried and true things that we do at the Bob Pike Group. I encourage you to test it out. See if it works for yourself. But it's worked for us the last 40 years. So consider this creative training tip something that could save you a lot of headaches in the long run.